In case you missed it, here's some video game and entertainment headlines from May 16th, 2021. Don Papiat from VG247.com tells us that Final Fantasy XIV launches for PlayStation 5 later this month. Endwalker coming in November. The PlayStation 5 version of Final Fantasy XIV launches alongside the game's 5.55 patch on May 25th, providing an official launch after the extensive open beta on the platform. Over the weekend, Square Enix has been celebrating all things Final Fantasy XIV at the Final Fantasy XIV Fan Fest, an annual event that has become immensely popular amongst the game's growing fanbase. During the event, the developer announced the official launch date of the title for PlayStation 5, which is May 25th. The game's next big expansion, Endwalker, will drop on November 23rd. The PlayStation 5 version of the popular fantasy MMO features faster load times, 4K resolution, a high-resolution UI, DualSense support, new trophies, and 3D audio support. It's in open beta now and has been playable on the console since April 13th and the and the arrival of patch 5.55. As well as full support for the game on Sony's newest generation of consoles hardware, Square Enix also announced what players can expect over the coming weeks and months in-game by way of a new roadmap. You can see this embedded at the base of this article and in the show notes below. After patch 5.55 arrives on May 25th, we can expect to see the Make It Rain campaign hit the game in July. At some point between June and July, patch 5.57 will drop, and then between July and August, patch 5.58 will drop. August will also see both the Moonfire Fair and the Rising events before the Final Fantasy XV collaboration returns in September. Then in November, we're getting the Endwalker expansion. This will include a new job, the Reaper, a new playable area, Male Vieira, a new location, Old Sherlane, and two new areas. Labyrinthos and Mare Lamentorum, and much more besides. Alright, next up, Anthony McGlynn from PCGamesN.com tells us that the Mass Effect Legendary Edition and Resident Evil Village lead Steam top sellers. In a completely unforeseeable turn of events, Mass Effect Legendary Edition is the top selling game on Steam. The RPG game remasters sit on the top spot with Resident Evil Village taking up the below two positions. A lot of players were just waiting for their chance to pilot the Nostromo again and hang out with Garrus and save the galaxy from the Reapers and hang out with Garrus. Right on their tail is Lady Dimitrescu, Resident Evil Village sitting in second and third. The Resident Evil Village and Resident Evil 7 Steam bundles managed to move up three spaces from six. The horror game may be only on the chart twice instead of three times, but sometimes you just have to accept defeat. Subnautica Below Zero and Hood Outlaws and Legends both manage strong positions for their launch weeks at 5th and 7th respectively. It Takes Two is still going strong, the co-op game is at 6th and Doom Eternal makes a return over a year after it launched thanks to the flash sale of 67% off. Two pre-orders have made the list. Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker, the next major expansion, just got a release date for November, causing a nice Wii spike in sales, and developer Experiment 101's Biomutant is in 10th, just shy of two weeks from launch. Someone named Andrew Reiner over at GameInformer.com tells us that Dave Bautista turned down Fast and the Furious 
to fight for Gears of War movie role. Dave Bautista, the beloved Guardians of the Galaxy star, wants to play Bane in a Batman movie and also sees himself in Marcus Phoenix's armor for a Gears of War film. In an interview with Collider, Bautista said he sat down with people from Warner Bros. to discuss various roles and brought up the idea of playing Bane and WB countered with a potential role in a Fast and the Furious film. Bautista fired back, I'm not interested, let's talk about Marcus Phoenix. You can see the full interview below in the links. He provides insight into how he would play Bane and said that he thought WB was a little put off by his suggestion of playing Phoenix and not wanting to be in Fast and the Furious. Bautista said he didn't mean to offend anyone with his ideas, but he found those potential roles more interesting. Quote, I don't want to pretend I'm interested in something I'm not. When there's something I'm excited about and something that WB has under control, would you consider me for that? I don't think there's any harm in that. I'm not trying to step on anyone's toes or disrespect anyone else. I'm just saying this is what I love. I don't see any harm in chasing your dreams. End quote. Also coming from GameInformer.com, Leanna Rupert tells us that Sunset Overdrive sequel Hope offered by Game Director following PlayStation acquisition. Sunset Overdrive was a wacky, colorful, and just all-around weird, in a good way, open-world adventure fueled by monster-making energy drinks. When it debuted, it was an Xbox One staple. Fast forward a few years later, and Sony ended up acquiring Insomniac Games, the studio behind Sunset, making many wonder what the move meant for the potential sequel. Shortly after a trademark filing was found by Sony for the property, the game director isn't committing to a hard no when it comes to Sunset Overdrive 2. Director Marcus Smith recently sat down with GQ Magazine to talk about a plethora of topics, among them being Sunset Overdrive. I think there are a lot of stories that can be told in that universe, and I would love to return to it. I had a lot of fun making that game, Smith told the site. Is that a definitive yes, a sequel is happening? Nope, not quite. But it doesn't totally rule out the idea, which means that anything is possible in the realm of Insomniac. So if it's not a firm answer to whether or not there will ever be a sequel, why are we writing about this? Oh, glad you asked, dear reader. Several reasons. In the same interview, Smith said, quote, I mean, never say never is my approach, end quote. When asked if he would get a potential to make a second game, Quote, obviously we're a part of Sony now, but if we own IP and there's nothing really stopping us other than we have a lot of really exciting things in the future, end quote. But there's more. Earlier this year, a variety of rumors began circulating that a revamped Sunset Overdrive experience could be coming to PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 systems. Sony didn't comment on the rumors, but those continue to gain traction with insiders swearing up and down they are accurate. Paired with the recent trademark, the community is once more asking for any news regarding the newly dubbed franchise. Even though Sony won't be participating in E3 this year, the company has a lot of new announcements to share in the coming months. Maybe, just maybe, we'll get some clarification. Alright, that's it for the news from over this weekend. Um, Thank you for sticking with us, and we will see you tomorrow. Usually the news is pretty slow on the weekend, so... I'm even considering if I should do these on Mondays or if I should wait till the following day to cover everything that's going to happen on Monday. Weekends are usually pretty sparse news-wise. But, um, hey, we had a good soccer tournament. Boys lost every game, but they had fun. Um, 
I guess they had fun. It's tough to have fun when you're losing, but you know, you go, you play your hardest, and you do the work. Um, you know, Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm impressed with how it is increasing in popularity. There's a lot of people in our Discord that really love that game. Talk about it a lot. Um, I wonder, like, what this you know WoW has always been the juggernaut, but it seems like Final Fantasy fourteen is is quickly taking over that role in terms of popularity in terms of coverage it is getting across all websites very few people talk about wow anymore and it seems like final fantasy 14 is always there's so always someone is talking about final fantasy 14 maybe i'm just not going to the right places but when you're going to all the major news outlets final fantasy 14 is constantly there and wow is not um mass effect legendary edition with their sales i don't know why it's like that big of a surprise to people it's one of the most beloved sci-fi rpgs that there is and this getting a remake making it easier for people to play i do have the game i will jump in and play after i beat final um after i beat resident evil um dave bautista turning down fast and the furious is kind of a big deal i mean that's a huge franchise it's one of the I mean, for people to turn that down, I I guess if you were Bautista, like after seeing The Rock do the thing he did in it, you don't want to like, hey, just kind of tag along. I think Dave Bautista um, is a terrific actor. I really like him and everything I've seen him in. I think it would be awesome to see him as Bane and to see what he brings to that role. Um, Yeah, I just really like Bautista. I like everything that he's done. I think his portrayal tracks is spot on and the movies are that much better because he's in it oh then sunset overdrive i know people are like insiders are swearing that this is going to happen i just hope that sony fans i'm not gonna paint everyone under this wide brush but um i hope you appreciate the game i hope you enjoy the game if it comes to um your platform of choice i hope you give it the time it deserves to play the game instead of trashing on it when it was only a microsoft exclusive so All right, everyone, I will see you tomorrow for the headlines um, that come out today on Monday. And if you're interested in cryptocurrency, go buy some Safe Moon, and maybe it'll change your life in the next couple of years. All right, we'll see you later.